Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening in with us today on our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. Our podcasts are brought to you by the Military Child Education Coalition, whose work is focused on ensuring quality educational opportunities for all military-connected children affected by mobility, family separation, deployments, and transition. Here at the MSEC, we want to ensure that every military child is college, workforce, and life ready. In our podcast, we will share your stories as we talk to military service members, professionals, parents, and military kids. Please like, share, and subscribe. And we appreciate your comments, questions, and ideas for topics that you would like to hear more about. Welcome, everyone, to our podcast for the sake of the child. My name is Tara Gleason, and I am the podcast producer. Joining me today is Military Child Education Coalition Military Student Transition Consultant Pennington Carlton, and he had the opportunity to run a ranger reading camp over the course of this summer with kids in his district. The focus of this camp, obviously from its title, is to increase literacy skills, but it also had some other outcomes, especially for the new military-connected students moving into the district. You'll hear in his stories that he shares how much the kids enjoyed making those connections and having the opportunity to be welcomed into the district with this type of camp, and also have the opportunity to meet kids who were already in the district, along with other civilian peers as well. So listen in as Pennington shares some stories from his ranger reading camp in light of COVID-19. He also shares some great tips of how they were able to logistically execute the camp. So thanks so much for joining us today. Pennington, can you tell me a little bit about your ranger reading camp? Well, the primary is a is grant-based. The primary focus of the uh, camp is to prevent summer slot. So uh, one of the biggest things that we that we really, really uh, work on is to make sure the kids have their own library. So we work so the kids can create. So every day they come to camp, they're able to pick a book of their choosing. No one, we're not giving out books. They choose from thousands of books and they build a library based on that. So if they into a specific genre they could build that library based on what they like the camp is amazing because it provides opportunity for kids that otherwise wouldn't have these same opportunities believe it or not we've had children who have never left the city so for them we get a chance to take them to other cities or to just visit other things that they wouldn't typically do. Because this is such a unique time, can you talk a little bit about what's different this year at camp compared to previous years of camp due to COVID-19? And maybe even throw in the safety measures, because you know that's at the top of everybody's mindset at this time. Absolutely. Uh, there were stark differences. With COVID-19, we really had to be mindful in how we did everything. Uh, we had to be make sure that we did everything with intent and also think about the things that you wouldn't typically uh, consider. Class size is a much smaller. We had it basically set up this year to where we would have more instructors and smaller groups of kids. So in one class setting, you may have two teachers, but only six kids or four <laughs> or four kids so that that way we could uh, have social distancing, and also um, we could make sure that we still engage kids and give them that one-on-one -on -one time. Uh, it changed everything uh, as far as how we navigate through the hall, how we navigate in the classroom. Uh, we would have to stagger times where 
everyone wouldn't be out in the hall at the exact same time. We made sure that some people would leave and then we would give them a certain amount of time and make sure that it's actually staggered. So some people would leave out at 15 till, and some people would may leave out at you know 10 till, but that would allow them enough time to go to do whatever they needed and also come back. We had for the first time scheduled bathroom breaks, uh, hand washing stations, uh, checking temperatures as everyone walked into the building. So there were so many safety precautions that we had to take this year. Uh, whereas last year it was high fives, hugs, you know, everyone was excited to see each other. But this year, everyone was still excited. I think more so excited to see each other, but we had to make adjustments where we couldn't be as physical as, as we uh, have been in previous years. One of the teachers actually uh, cre created this leg bump where you don't touch hands and you can still maintain some distancing, but you basically give an ankle bump. So there were all kinds of creative things that we were able to do this year. The kids wanted to be there. You know, the, the kids really, really had a good time. And I'll be honest, we, I was apprehensive about going even daily. Things would bother me or the slightest thing. If I noticed something and like, oh my goodness, what is that? But it's just constantly being cautious and constantly making sure that we were taking the precautions allowed for us to allow for some of the tension to be eased. On our podcast, we love telling stories. Can you tell us any final stories about the impact that campus having on students? Absolutely. So for some of the kids, like I said, they haven't left the city or they may not leave the city frequently or they may not uh, have an opportunity to have experienced some of the things that camp provides. So some of the lasting impacts with the kids are excited. For instance, some of the kids, this is the only time where they get a chance to ride the bus. So that is monumental for some of the children because they're like, hey, that's my bus stop. Or they'll remember some of the teachers that they don't typically get a chance to uh, correspond with because they're on different campuses. But camp allowed for us to bring some of the best teachers in the district together on one site and to uh, just provide opportunities for, for the kids that wouldn't typically have those opportunities. I had have a kid from Ghana who, this is his first year at camp. So he was extremely excited. We had been talking about it for a whole year, but this was his first time and he, loved every bit of it. He showed up every day. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was just, you know, picture uh, of him working, but, you know, it was just eye-opening for a lot of kids that they could do some of the things that, that we asked them to do, like building bird houses. Some of them had never had uh, held a hammer or nails or like building things from scratch and seeing the value in what they can do with just them and some materials has been amazing. One final thing, do you have military kids in your camp as well? Yes, so we averaged about, I'd say about 85 kids a day. And within that 85 kids, I would say 30 to 35 are military. So that's about about 34%. About 34% of the kids uh, attending the camp would, would be military, which is pretty good. And like I said, our numbers are typically higher. We typically have maybe double the number of kids, but with every with all of the precautions, making sure that we dwindled the numbers, well, not really dwindled them down. They, a lot of parents did that on their own, 
uh, with not feeling safe or taking extra precautions for keeping the kids at home. But by focusing on the number of kids that we had, sending out invitations, making sure that we had a really good number, and also making sure that we had a really good staff really made all of the difference. Is there anything in particular about camp for your military connected students that is impactful? Like what comes to mind for me is ones that might be coming in and don't know people yet. Do you have, is it mostly new transitioning students or anything in particular that camp offers to that military population? Well, for the military population, a lot of times what, what we are attempting to do is increase some of the scores on, and we're looking at star scores. And so we're looking at how kids will transition, uh, especially military kids, how they will grow with us and through our camp with numbers and, and how the camp has impacted their numbers over a certain amount of time. Uh, but saying that we normally will get a group of kids, so military kids that were in the school system the previous year, but when we have a brand new kid coming into the district, we invite that child right then. So if we have a brand new transitioning kid, that's one of the first that we want to come to the camp because we want to make sure that they understand that there are other military connected families just like them. As a matter of fact, we had that situation, I think, three times. Uh, this camp where people were PCS and um, like, well, you know, the, the late cycle uh, and how people were just coming in looking for food programs or looking for a variety of things. And so that was an opportunity to welcome them into the district and also uh, welcome them into the camp that we have. That's amazing. Thank you so much for offering this. I know it took months and months and months of work on your part and the part of your staff. So it's amazing. Thank you. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. Is there anything that you want to share that I didn't ask? Camp was enlightening. It was a great time. And I think it was able to work because we did it on such a small scale. How that would look or how the things that we were able to achieve, how that looks on a larger scale or on a full campus scale, I'm not really certain. But on a small contained scale where you have a bunch of space and you have a bunch of staff and you have a small amount of kids, you can really, really dedicate time, efforts, and you could make some great changes in those kids' lives with all of those things. But the biggest thing that, the biggest takeaway is, it's hard to control all of the unknowns. I want to thank you again for listening to our podcast, For the Sake of the Child. We would like to invite you to visit our website at www.militarychild.org. Like the MSEC on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Please join us again next time as we share more stories that impact our military-connected kids.